the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, hi. How are you doing today? I'm having a great day. I I really want to challenge us today to love our city. I don't know what city you are in. Uh, I'm in Columbus, Ohio, but you may be in a different town, a different area of town, even in a different state. But, you know, God really wants us to love our city. And I guess when I say love our city, it's it's a combination of love, of prayer, and of action, of mission. We were recently talking about missions to around the world, mission mission trips around the world. And I hope you, too, are involved because Jesus said to go to Jerusalem, to Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So he expects us to go to our neighborhood, to right where we're at, to the city that we're at, and from there to expand, and then ultimately to the ends of the earth, not to forget people that are halfway around the world. That's the heart of God, and he has a heart for widows. He has a heart for orphans, and he really wants you to love your city. You know, in Psalm 102.12, it talks about the love for Jerusalem, and I just want to read you this verse. It says, yet you, God, are sovereign still, always and ever sovereign. You'll get up from your throne and help Zion. It's time for compassionate help. Oh, how your servants love this city's rubble and weep with compassion over its dust. The godless nations will sit up and take notice, see your glory, worship your name. When God rebuilds Zion, when he shows up in all his glory, when he attends to the prayer of the wretched, he won't dismiss their prayer. If God doesn't build the house, the builders only build shacks. If God doesn't guard the city, the night watchmen might as well take a nap. It's useless to rise early and go to bed late and work your worried fingers to the bone. Don't you know that he enjoys giving rest to those he loves? I just like that verse because it talks about watchmen on the walls of Jerusalem. It talks about servants loving the city's rubble and weeping with compassion over the city and glorifying God and worshiping his name. And, you know, God wants us to get his heart for our city. And, you know, that is just my big challenge to you today is to begin to ask God for his heart for your city and to be a watchman on the wall and to begin praying for your city. I know that God can totally change areas of town. He can change cities. He can change nations. But we have to first gather his heart. You know, one day within 24 hours, I could have been standing in heaven instead of standing on earth because I had an infection that was racing through my bloodstream 
when I had an appendix rupture, it went sepsis in my system. And literally there were minutes there where the doctors and nurses were concerned because of this infection. And when I recovered, which was a wonderful thing, this was almost 10 years ago now, but as I recovered and I was walking down the streets of our neighborhood, recovered, uh, recovering and walking, I asked God, why, you know, what's my purpose now? Um, And I felt like God spoke to me very clearly, and I've probably told you this before, but he made a very clear thing that he's spoken to my heart. And he said, say yes to Columbus. And I thought, say yes to Columbus. Well, of course, you know, I've already been in Columbus and I do love this city. But I literally, as I was walking out loud, I began to say yes. And and I, I told the Lord, I want to love this city. I want to love this city the way you love this city. And it put your love into my heart for this city. And I think that's a great prayer that you can begin to pray today for your city or your area of town or even your, you know, your suburb, your neighborhood that begin to ask God for his heart for where you are, because he has placed you there strategically and there's a purpose in there. You're, you are chosen. You are sent to love the city and to have a standard of, of Jesus as our model of self-sacrificing love for our city. You know, someone on earth really has to introduce you to that heavenly love, don't they? I, to really grasp it, to really understand it. And for me, that introduction really came through my grandmother. She was my paternal grandmother, and she I call her the all-American grandma. <laughs> she could make the best apple pie in the entire world. And I remember the last time I saw her. She was in a nursing home. I knew it would probably be the last time that I was going to see her. I remember taking my boys and my husband with me on the drive to Kentucky and we stopped at steak and shake for the kids to get milkshakes and French fries. And I remember I couldn't eat because I just knew in my heart it might be the last time I would see my grandma. So I, I stopped and I I brought some gifts. I brought a pink fuzzy blanket, some chapstick, free dent, free dent gum. She always loved her free dent gum. And she was so happy to see me. And I remember sitting on the edge of her bed And she had her pastel blue gingham checked blouse on. She always loved to wear pastel blue. She had these icy blue eyes. And I just brushed her hair. I remember sitting there and brushing her hair. And then something amazing happened. She showed me this love. She showed me this love of God. And I felt it deep within my actual physical being. She was the one dying. But she went beyond herself to show me this love of God. And it was very physical for me. She pulled me over and she snuggled my head into her large comfy chest. (laughs) And I I felt like a child again, you know, just sitting there and she rocked me. And as she held my, my, you know, head in her chest, she spoke over me. And this is what she said. She said, Jenny, and that's what she called me. She called me Jenny. She said, Jenny, you will always be my little girl, my little girl with blonde pigtails playing outside my kitchen window under my apple tree. I want you to know that I love you so much. In those moments, it changed me forever. I I could feel a deep mothering love in that moment. And it just healed so many hurts in my heart. And, And until a human being looks into your eyes and they tell you, your life matters, you matter to me, you you may not know that that love of a heavenly father. But that's what I felt at that moment. And I hope that someone has showed that to you. And 
And if you have that love of God in your heart, I hope you are showing that to someone else because there's a heart of a child or a teenager in your neighborhood that needs to know that love, maybe even in your family. And when we show that love, it covers darkness. That love shows people that they're valuable. It shows people that the life matters. And it was really the love of God that flowed through my grandmother that day. And I I want us to begin to get beyond ourselves. She was beyond herself that day, beyond her own needs and beyond her own uh, situation so that she could get into the heart and soul of my of my heart and soul. And so I want us to do that. I want us to love our city as ourself. And the first step to loving our city is to have an awareness, to have our eyes wide open, to notice the needs, to begin looking for the needs in your city. You know, years ago, I started to watch for three little girls who attended the church next door on Sunday morning. That was our church. And I I just began looking for them to see if they were attending that day. And I noticed that they didn't have proper shoes. Uh, The other thing I noticed is that they never had clean clothes on. And so myself and the church and together we we provided food for this family we provided backpacks and clothing because we just had our eyes open and we were noticing and we continued these kind of gifts throughout the girl's childhood these were three very sweet little beautiful sisters and so for years you know we were watching and providing and now they were teens you know they grew up and they were teenagers and the oldest came up to me one day and she said that she felt safe to talk to me because of the love that she had received. The door to her heart was open and she said to me, can I come and talk to you? And I said, Oh, absolutely. And so we, we made a plan and we sat to meet and she was in such pain and misery and she was the oldest and she was really the voice for the two other girls. And she poured out her truth, the truth of her story for three hours. And I listened in absolute horror for a very long time. Uh, I, I, she seemed like a walking zombie, I, you know, almost as if she was sleeping. I said, have you been even getting any sleep? She said she could barely breathe due to the mold in her basement, let alone sleep. She said that her grades had failed. She'd stayed up night after night after safely locking her other two younger sisters in their room. She would go to her room in the basement and that it was full of mold and filth. She showed me bed bug bites all over her legs. She had lice in her hair. And she just couldn't endure the stench in the house any longer. The split family, the guardians, they were abusing substances and so much more. These girls were even made to eat uncooked chicken for dinner one night. I could go on and on. So as soon as we finished, you know, listening and and praying together and I hugged her and I loved her, I flew into action. I was in mom go mode for this for these three girls, because I had no, I I knew it was bad. I had no idea that it was at that level. And so Katie bar the door, I was on mission and I was on local mission from right here in our city and determined to solve this. I was going to help these girls. I called their principals. I called their school teachers. I met with their counselors. I even called the police and on and on. And even though they weren't a regular part of our church. We, we saw them on occasion. Um, but with the, you know, simple, simple, good, solid community leaders like you, church leaders like you, you can team up together. And so that's what we did. We teamed up with all of these people and together we made a plan. We had a community meeting and we made a plan and those girls made it through their entire life was transformed 
now they're they're adults and I'm really really proud of them and that's what I mean there are girls like these that have a name and they have a face and they live in your city and they deserve your love they may have even been you when you were a child you know Jesus was broken for them and he loved because they needed loving and that was part of their healing process so we love our city as we love ourselves so no matter how dark your days or how deep the hurt that you have experienced once you know the love of God, you can begin to pass that on to others. And that is my challenge for you today, that we would pull ourselves above and beyond ourselves like my grandmother did, like our church did for these three little girls, and pour into the heart of the others around us. You know, it's really the golden rule, isn't it, to love as we have been loved and as we love ourselves. That's what Jesus challenged us to do. Let's say a quick prayer for our cities God, we thank you. We thank you that you have posted us as watchmen on the wall, that you do love us. And God, may we pour that love and that heart back out into our city. Give us a love for the people around us, those in our communities, and show us how we can, how we can be action for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, you are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. I'm glad that you joined the show today. If you want to learn more about it, go to JenniferJackson.com. I have prayers for you there. I have resources for you there. You can even simply go to our city and make a difference right here. So go to JenniferJackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.